welcome to Lashes, Love, and Life with Brock and Courtney. And I'm Brock. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Courtney. (laughs) Welcome back, guys. Uh, Today we're going to talk about self-doubt and burning yourself out. Uh, We have definitely, like I know for sure, I have talked myself out of doing a lot of things. And we just wanted to kind of talk about that. And just so many of the things that self-doubt and burnout actually stem from versus just like a momentary thing. Yeah. What would you say some things that hold you back are? So there's a lot of things. Honestly, it's like I'm always, I always have like the fear of rejection. Um, It's hard to put a lot of time and energy into something and then you always wonder is it good enough um are people going to respond the way that i think they will respond um and what's then the- funny is i actually don't have the fear of rejection but i have just the fear of being a failing in general but the rejection part is it is it something that i have yeah it's not something you struggle yeah. with yeah um do you have the fear of failure too or no um, do you feel like that doesn't bother you too much? No, just because I feel like when you fail, you can take away like a, a learning lesson from it. So it's not necessarily like a failure. Yeah. So you have a good mindset on it. Right. I would also say I struggle with telling myself that I'm not good enough or sometimes I tell myself I'm not smart enough and I know how powerful our mind is. So... I, I know that that's something that actually I'm not even working on it anymore. I do not do that anymore. And I know that has changed me and made me so much of a better person. So, um, and also letting outside influence even change my mind. Like anything that anybody says means nothing. We can motivate ourselves, you know? Well, it's, there's this book called the four agreements. Um, if you haven't like listened to it or read it, I really highly recommend it. Um, one of the things is take nothing personally. So whether like somebody compliments you, you shouldn't take it personally. Like you shouldn't let that boost you. Yeah. Like you shouldn't get your confidence from anybody else. But also then if you look at it as like the negative, if someone critiques you or if someone like talks down to you, then you also shouldn't take it personally because their opinion's not the one that actually matters positive or negative, like take nothing personally. Yeah. Um, and what's crazy is all of that stuff is all inside of our head. I would say 90% of what stops us from doing things and manifesting things is us telling ourselves that we can't do it. Um, if you obsess over anything for long enough, you are going to succeed at it. Uh, one thing that is very easy for me is the gym. When I first started, it wasn't easy, but three years ago when I first started, as once I got a routine, I broke out of bad habits. Now it's impossible for me not to go to the gym. Yeah. And I think, I don't even know the psychology behind it, but I know that it, they say what, like 21 days or something like that to create a habit. So at first it's like pure willpower. Uh-huh. And then after however many days, don't quote me on 21, but however many days or weeks, like it becomes a habit. Yeah, well, and that goes for bad habits as well. That's why you want to steer clear of, like, getting on the couch too long or or whatever. Just, like, make sure you're getting up and doing things. Um, I 
we were, we were talking about how powerful the mind is and I've I've always been one to not really let my past define me or let things in my past get to me but so I've told Courtney this recently and I really haven't told a lot of people because honestly I did not realize that it even affected me I've always just looked at it like fuck that teacher but so when I was in like fifth grade I had a teacher tell all the girls, she was like, you guys are never going to want to date somebody like Brock. He's not going to amount to nothing. You're going to want to date somebody like this kid that just sat and read all day, even through junior high and high school. He didn't listen to the teacher. He just read books the whole time. So I don't, you know, but either way. Were you naughty in class? Is that why? For sure. For sure. But so I think about this all the time with my daughter. If my daughter has a teacher like that, but, and luckily she has good teachers at home that teach her to be strong. But having a teacher like that could wreck a kid's life and make him, like, like I said, I've always looked at that like, fuck that teacher, whatever. But I should have used it as a motivator. Instead, I kind of used it as, I, I just didn't look at it. I was like, eh, that's just something that was said a long time ago and didn't even realize I remembered it, you know, and still, until me and Courtney got talking about things. And then I was like, oh yeah, I remember when this teacher told me that. But do you feel like even though like maybe necessarily you have kind of not thought about it do you feel like it's been in the back of your head or For like sure. maybe something weighing you down without you necessarily realizing it yeah well I, so i also had a a coach tell a, a football coach tell a bunch of kids they don't want to be like me because i dropped out of high school and uh they told he was telling kids don't don't squander you could brock could have been something don't be like brock and all the a bunch of my friends came and told me that he's told them that and so in my head like whether i know it or not don't be like brock those words for some reason that's powerful to me like <laughs> like i don't know i don't know it didn't like i said i did not know that it really affected me but either way what's good now is i see it and i can i can change like i can now that i've i've noticed it i can look at that and be like well watch this watch what I can do because for a long time I just ignored it, you know. And so there's also something to be said about like ignoring things because um I don't know, like we can just take like a sickness or something. Like if you ignore it, it might fester and get worse, right? So like facing those things head on and like really like diving in there and like maybe analyzing it it's so much harder when it comes to like stuff in your brain because it's not like a physical ailment like it's not something that's like hurting or making you sick or whatever it's like something that you have to work through within yourself yes for sure and uh it, that's that's where a lot of I mean like I said maybe I knew it or didn't but I think a lot of my me doubting myself comes from all of that and like you guys what you tell yourself in your head is going to come true if you truly believe it you have to truly believe it or it's just a dream it's just a thought you have to you have to truly believe it's going to happen and then you have to take action because like i said all that thought with no action is just a dream Totally. And it's like really important to have those dreams. Like I really think that dreaming is like pretty crucial, especially for people who are in business for themselves. Um, you have to sit there and like be crazy passionate 
even if it seems unrealistic to other people, but like you have to be crazy passionate about that dream. But there's no point in having this dream if you're not willing to put in the work for it. Yeah, and that's why also try and pick, do something that you guys are passionate about because especially if you're going to do it for the rest of your life, you you're, you want to make sure that it's something that's, in, in my for me, it needs to be something that's helping people. It needs to be something that, you know, like all those things, you, you need to you need to for yourself go through and find out what the most important things in your life are and if anything leads you off of that path then don't do it go for things that are that are aligned with your path well and also too like i think for some people it's different so like brock he has to have something that like he's passionate about and not to say that i don't have passions or that i don't have um like things that interest me but if you would have asked me when I was in high school if I would have landed in the beauty world, whether it was cosmetology, aesthetics, or lashes, I would have kind of like laughed because I thought for sure I was going to be like designing clothes and like working on like runways and in magazines and stuff. So like life kind of takes you different places and that's okay too. But for me like a lot of my passion comes from like empowering others it has nothing to do with specifically like lashes lashes is kind of where I found my natural skill set and then I kind of ran with that skill set yeah. so there's like just because you don't fit in necessarily the box of like lashes but what's nice is you're doing lashes and you can still do like training and stuff like that. You can pick no matter what you do for the most part, you can find an avenue along that and, and pick something that's for you. So it's like, it's not really lashing for Courtney, but it's good money, but she loves training and teaching people. And so that's something that we added and made sure that we were doing, you know? Right. So it's like the empowerment that's like really awesome for me. And then also too, like even if your why or your motivation is, oh, I want to be able to support my family or, oh, I want this or that, um, you can also seriously hone in on your natural skill set or like your knowledge and create that into an income. Yeah. So it's like utilize what you got, whether it's your passion, whether it's your motivation, whether it's your skill set, whatever that may be. Um, tap into that and that will help you yeah and then uh burnout Courtney knows a lot about burnout so <laughs> it's it's really funny I I look back at so I've been a lash artist for 10 years and when I started I, I don't know have we even talked about like how I started I don't know you should okay so I'll just do a brief a brief history so um we had our daughter at 20 we were both really really young I guess Brock was practically 21 but super super young and I was making nine whole dollars an hour as a receptionist and I had tried going to university I had tried a couple different educational routes and nothing really stuck um so I just felt like $9 an hour was kind of where it was at for me. Like we were on welfare, 
we were getting food stamps and stuff and basically barely making ends meet even with the help and so it's crazy it's hard to even remember that time I know it's so crazy too and this is kind of something within like the imposter syndrome too that's kind of like really important to think back about the goals that you have accomplished I'll tie this all in in just a second but um so I was making nine dollars an hour and I had been gifted a full set of lashes and I basically did whatever I could do to keep these lashes on like I remember cleaning people's houses um and even back then I think it was only like 35 dollars for a fill but that was like expensive for us like oh yeah for anything, yeah, I'm like, it was just crazy. I think we were even living in your grandma's basement at the time. Yeah, it's like just having a cell phone bill and a car bill and stuff was so hard. <laughs> yeah, it was so hard. And so then, basically, we, I was getting my lashes done, obviously fell in love, did anything I could to keep them. Then I was really, really, like, amazed by the flexibility of doing lashes my lash artist had three kids she set her own schedule she was able to be at home with her kids kind of figure that all out so i was obviously really intrigued one day i finally just was like do you offer trainings and she did and um so i took some of our tax return money and i think i even had to borrow some money and took a course and bless her this was 10 years ago so obviously trainings have come a lot farther so i'm not talking crap but the training was i think like four or five hours and it was just basically like this is how you do this and there wasn't a bunch of like styling involved or like back then you were we told our clients to not wash their lashes which is so funny now <laughs> so um I had replaced my full-time income from the receptionist job within three months, which kind of felt like crazy. So then um, about a year and a half later, Utah, the state that we live in, regulated lashes. So you had to become like a licensed beauty pro. So then I enrolled in aesthetic school and... Um, just kind of started there was really annoyed that I even had to do it because um like I already knew what I wanted to do and but I wanted to be legal so I went to school and even in school the training wasn't amazing um it wasn't like really thorough it wasn't extensive and so I kind of started help training the girls in school and not necessarily training but they would shadow me and they would ask for advice and so that's where I feel like my spark for um or my interest for education and helping people really really was ignited so after school I just kind of started like shadowing with people and doing all that long story short over the next nine years like I had created a products line um had a business partner bought her out um have done trade shows created a full curriculum like all these different things so the point of burnout is is when I was younger when we just had one when we had our little girl there were times where I did 12 hour client days and then I was working on the website till midnight, one o'clock in the morning. And you can, and 
I feel bad saying this, but there are times in your life where stuff like that is required. Like you have to put in extra hours. You have to do all these things, especially when you're building a business. But to have that as a lifestyle and for however many years that I did, it's really going to like lead to burnout and resentment. So I got to a point where I hated even lashing. I hated talking to people and honestly probably wasn't doing even great work because I was just like, I hate that I'm even doing this. And so then I raised my prices and I weeded out some of my harder clients and started having boundaries with my time. Like there was a long time where I would take people whenever I, and I rem- I did Saturdays for years. Do well, you remember it's like that? We would, uh, we would have something to go do and she would fill her whole week before and her whole week with like a week's worth of clients plus another week's worth of clients to to make up for it just to to be nice for them which is great a great person but <laughs> but it just it does it leads to a lot of resentment for your business and so having boundaries for yourself and for your clients is really important because and whether you do lashes or whatever, whatever business you are in, like having boundaries for your business. Like I am not going to open emails from the time I get home till whatever, 9 PM. Like if you want to check your emails before you go to bed, like that's on you, but like creating those boundaries for like your family, because as much as it sucks, like I was resenting the business so much that I feel like it trickled into like other family Life and everything. Yeah. Well, and if, if the goal with your business is to work all the time and also make great money, that's cool for you. But I, I want to work as little as possible, but also make that money. Yeah. For me, honestly, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Like that is my why it's not this. And it's not like bougie. Like I need a yacht or anything like that. It's like, I want freedom of time and that is what wealth is to me. It's not a number, it's time freedom. Yep. So um, just be aware of yourself with your boundaries and with maybe like some things that are holding yourself back. Well, and if you could take anything from that, you don't have to do that to yourself. You, You, I mean, I know it's very nice, but you should get rid of any, any clients that are coming in late. I mean, you should really get rid of them. It, if you're texting them and being like, hey, it's five minutes, where are you at? And they're like, oh, I have another five minutes, then you need to cancel. You know what I'm saying? Then like, you just need to, to fall through with those because it's going to make your life simpler. It's going to free your heart up to, to do more with, with things that you love to do, you know? Well, and like, if you have the flexibility, that's one thing to be like, oh yeah, like I can take this client. But also, if it leads to any sort of resentment for even that client or for your business or having to stay later, what I've personally done with clients who are late is I'm like, you have this amount of time. If you're 15 minutes late, then that means that's 15 minutes less that I'm lashing you. You know what I mean? But they still pay the full amount. So my clients know this and they know it's like a structure in my business. But if you're and it's like, just expected. It's just expected, yeah. So, but if you have a client who's like habitually 10 to 15 minutes late and you have that conversation and it is creating that resentment or those negative feelings, then yeah, it's time to get rid of them. 
Yeah, or even talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's like a family member and it's you guys are like it's creating, you know, bad boundaries or you need to create boundaries so you guys have a better relationship, whatever it is. Yeah, that's important too. So the main thing is, is to be really, really aware of where you're kind of lying to yourself or where you're holding yourself back. Like if you're sitting here saying, oh, I love working Saturdays because those are my biggest days. I used to say that all the time too. I hate working Saturdays because that's most family days. That's when basketball games are. That's when dance recitals are. And it's like just a day to have with your family. And so again, for me, I hated working Saturdays, but I lied to myself telling myself I did. Yeah. Well, and it's like, you guys, it is so easy to lie to yourself. But when you, what's crazy is like, there's so many different things that you can lie to yourself about and it can be little things, but they can trickle down into big things. And I've realized recently that I lie to myself all the time about about certain things and I'm I'm trying to get better every day but if if anything we can get better. And also I think saying like I lie to myself all the time but like a lie can be something as little as like breaking a promise to yourself like oh I'm going to get up and go to the gym and then it's like oh but I'm tired and I need to sleep. That's almost like an excuse and like you're breaking that promise to yourself. So like when we say don't lie to yourself, it's kind of an encompassing phrase because it's like, do not hold yourself back. And that's what those lies are going to do to you. So whether you have that negative self-talk, you're making excuses or have bad boundaries, like it's kind of all encompassing. Yes. Um, The other day I had a thought and I I just wrote it down and I was going to read it real quick. Um... just a second sorry you're fine you're just trying to find the good stuff yeah and I just basically was telling myself not to lie to myself anymore um basically I said I've been so focused on teaching other people what they are blind to that I forget what I am blind to I'll learn to look deep down to the things I don't want to see in myself that are the hardest to change and after when I can change the hardest things about myself I will be able to help change so much more I know what I need to do. I need to write my thoughts down and hold myself accountable more. I learned today and have known in my heart that not everything um, happens in just one moment. Every decision that we make will change you. No matter how small or big, every small decision you make will cause you to take different steps later in your life. I know that the decisions that I made today are only decided by the ones that I made two years ago and how important that ripple effect is. Um, but. But either way, I, I wrote, don't let fear stop you anymore. Follow your passions. Um, I just I just don't want to lie to myself about things anymore. And so it's made me it's made me focus on the things that I have been lying to myself about. And I've, I've became better b- because I focused on them. And this is like a continual journey. So like I think for me, um, like holding yourself back, a way that I have been holding myself back is being like, We're not in our dream home. We don't have, like, we still budget our money. We still all these different things. And when you put yourself in a position of, like, owning a business and you want to be like, oh, I'm wildly successful. And when I'm wildly successful, I'll be able to 
XYZ, whatever, whatever it is you're striving for. And so I feel like one way I've been holding myself back is being like, okay, well, I'm not necessarily where I want to be, but, and Brock brought this up too. Like I am where I wanted to be when we were living in that basement apartment. Yeah. We, when, when we could barely, when we were talking earlier about how we could barely pay our phone bills, we were living on food stamps. Yeah. We were like, we just want two cars. I remember <laughs> how nice would it be to both have a car, you know? And now we own our home and we do have two vehicles. And big so, ass backyard with a huge deck, <laughs> a fenced in yard so our dog can roam. Oh my gosh. That was a goal for years too. I just want a fence on the back of the house. Yeah. So it's just like, don't cut yourself short. Like give yourself... Like, remember your small wins, even if they don't feel like the big wins that you're striving for. And then also, like, number one, acknowledge yourself, acknowledge what you've accomplished. Two, don't have that negative self-talk. And if you have some, like, toxic bullshit that's, like, replaying in your brain, get, get, get down it. to it. Yeah, yeah, get down to the, to figure out what it is. And, and work on it because you cannot let that stuff stop you. Like, like I said, if we just, if we could just figure out how to truly believe it in our mind, you will succeed it. Not just like a little bit, like you have to completely believe it. I was telling Courtney that I, I've had a, a hard time, uh, anytime we talk about the future of the company or, or our future and like getting into a, a big home or not having, uh, bills, you know what I'm saying? Being able to pay everything off. And I've had a hard time visioning that. I just, I just, it's just been harder for me. But recently the past, I mean, the past two years I've done a lot of changing, but the past little bit I have, um, I've figured out, I figured that out. I've, I've started accomplishing a lot of these goals that I've been setting out to do. And I can see it now. Like I can see, our future and and I can feel it coming too as I as if we're getting closer because we are getting closer and I can tell we are now and it's because I truly believe it right I'm t- I, I just know it and it's just like within your head maybe we don't know the journey maybe we don't know exactly how we're gonna get there but I know in my head that like these goals that we have are attainable like we're going to get there yeah well and it's it's like we were taught for a long time that money is so hard to come by. And my, like my dad worked at a, a copper mine his whole life, ever since he was 18 years old, busted his ass, worked, uh, so, worked hard. so hard every single day. Courtney's dad did the same thing. My mom's always worked at telemarketing uh, and made $15 an hour. I've always seen people working so hard to make so little and when you see that all the time, it's hard not to think it's hard to break away and like see a different perspective. Um, really the way reality works is no matter what you go through in life, everybody sees something different than you. Even if they go through the exact same thing, it's different for them because of what they went through in life. And so, right. Their perspective is unique to them, but their reality is also true. Yes. Like, because we all have different experiences it doesn't mean one person is right or wrong or stronger or whatever we just have different perspectives and different realities yeah it's so crazy how much everybody is different so the main thing is that we hope you take away from this episode 
is that like you truly can accomplish anything and don't think that your goals are too big or too out there, but know that you have to do the work. Yeah, you have to do the work. You have to, you, I mean, like I said, that's why it's good for me. I need to find, I need to pick something or needed to pick something I was passionate about, which one of the things is talking to people because I want to help. I. And also, I know I, I want to go for my gifts. I know where my gifts are. And one of those is helping people and talking to people and showing them that there's a different way. Totally. So we have so many different accounts. <laughs> um, if you want to connect with us, our business account is Lash Essential. The podcast account is Lashes Love and Life Podcast. Mine is m.r.essential. Yeah, Mr. Essential. And then I have a personal one that's Lash Essential Courtney. So we would love to connect with you guys. We have goals that we're holding ourselves accountable to. So we will be checking in with you guys weekly. Ask us any questions if you guys want. Like if you guys have any questions or or just even having like a hard day or having a hard time or something like tough you're getting through, we'll give you insight. If anything, we can do our best, you know, and, and just talk to you because... Talking to people is important. For sure. So, you guys are great. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Okay, have a good one.